This is Braun Strowman, the monster among men. And you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast with your host, Rob! All right, ladies and gentlemen, back here live at Evolve 139, standing here with the man, the myth, the legend, uh, former ace heavyweight champion. Of course, we're sitting here talking to the Brooklyn outlaw himself, Mr. Mike Donovan. Mike, what's up, man? Thanks for a few minutes. Hey, man. Good to be here. Good to, good to be at Evolve 139. Good to be here in Queens. And good to be here with you guys right now. Awesome, man. And we saw you in the opening match tonight. Obviously not in action. Uh, we're going to see you in action tomorrow. Uh, Brooklyn, man. I'm looking to make it happen. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, this is a very uh, strong card we got going on for the next two days. Well, actually tonight and now tomorrow night. Uh, we'll see what happens, you know. Okay, man. Looking, I'm, I'm looking uh, to go into my stopping grounds and uh, make it happen, if you feel me. But let's see what happens first. All right. Talk of Brooklyn. Got to say, go Nets. I'm a Nets guy, so go Nets. But talk about, you know, your wrestling origin. You're talking about your stomping grounds. Tell us a little bit about, like, I imagine growing up in Brooklyn, I assume, and uh, how you got your start in the business. Uh, yeah, well, basically, I, I was born out in Florida. Okay. At one years old, came down to Brooklyn. Was in Brooklyn for about, I'd say, 22, 23 years of my life. Uh, literally, the only reason why I got out of Brooklyn uh, was because of my kids. If it wasn't for that, I'd still be out there, you know, banging, uh, causing trouble. Yeah. You know, a lot of things, uh, you know, my kids actually grew, uh, made me grow up, made me become the man that I actually am today because, you know, when real life situations occur, you it's time to, you know, either grow up or just get lost in the system. And, you know, I made sure that wasn't going to be the case, um, you know, at the same time, too. But a little bit before that uh, was also when I found pro wrestling. I mean, you know, all the time, always I used to watch it on Saturday mornings, you know, WWE superstars and WWF superstars and stuff like that and that would be my getaway from all my stuff that i would do out in the streets and stuff like that i'm either i was either hanging out in front of the bodega i was, or I was hanging out in front of the house you know just looking for trouble to cause and stuff like that hanging out with the wrong people and stuff you know so finally when i you know when i had the opportunity with someone that i knew a uh, kid by the name of dan Payne, dangerous dan Payne, uh no longer in the business though anymore okay. because of a little bit of a freak accident with his neck um, but a very talented individual, um, you know, he told me, hey, you know, I'll, I'll teach you how to bump, you know. And I, I loved wrestling and they were, you know, we were in high school together and everything like that. So he was just like, hey, you know, I'm involved in wrestling and obviously I loved wrestling. And it's like, what's up then? So, you know, real talk took, you know, took my first bumps like legit in my boy's backyard um, on gym mats. Learned my first front bumps, my back bumps, everything there. Did my thing, you know, had a good time. Uh, felt natural, felt great to do it, and it was obviously a drug for me. So then instead of every week, my boys are looking for me like, yo, where you at, my guy? Let's go. Let's do something. I'm like, nah, I'm busy, you know, learning, a, you know, learning this, you know, learning my craft, learning what I love. And then, you know, then I was fortunate enough to, uh, you know, to eventually uh get grabbed up to do a show um and I, that's when i went met mike morgan uh for the ace pro wrestling academy and you know mike took me under his wing um you know i got to you know uh roll around with some great wrestlers uh asriel 
um, Jay Lethal, um, you know, yeah, Black Machismo. Before he was even, before he even had the Machismo, you know, I was rolling around in the ring with him. You know, a lot of great guys that came in and out there. A lot of great guys that would just come through and tra train, just do shows, anything like that. It was great, man. And, you know, you learned a lot. You picked up a lot just by, you know, working with all those individuals, you know. And there was a lot of guys, again, there was a lot of guys we were working with that were superstars in the making that nobody knew until, you know, they finally had that opportunity to break out. And, you know, 16 years later, 17 years later, I'm looking to try to see if I become one of those other individuals in that group of uh, talented wrestlers, you know, that'll break out, you know, here at Evolve. Uh, you said you used to watch it growing up. Um, who are some of your influences? Favorite moments? Favorite matches? Well, uh, favorite uh, favorite wrestlers to watch. Period. When I was younger, uh, my mom used to tell me actually, like at two years old, you know, uh, the whole Hogan Andre thing. I was an Andre fan, and so I would have like the wrestling buddies, and I was busy beating up uh, Hogan and have Andre and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, I love Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, I loved um, I loved the British Bulldogs, which is a complete like drift off them compared compared to you know to everybody. And then uh, you know love the Million Dollar Man, Macho Man, obviously. Um, and then it came down to like Shawn Michaels was like my last like my guy like okay. like everybody loved Brett and I was just like get out of here bro I like Shawn. Yeah, see, I was a Brett guy, but Shawn was number two for me and it was I was always okay. like I wish they would get along, but obviously that didn't happen. So. <laughs> ah man, nobody could bump around like Shawn can. Nah, he yeah, made he made everybody look he made everybody look ten feet tall and like animals against him. He just bumped like a crazy maniac for them and he made them look great. You know, don't get me wrong, Brett's skills is you know bar none to anyone he could wrestle circles around anyone during that time but if you had michaels or brett in the ring like who like to me every time even when they wrestled you're like damn that match was dope did you see what sean did and that's the first thing that came out of everybody's mouth great school right now because this is a conversation i would have yes. religiously in grade school yeah, so because i was a brett guy it seemed like everybody else was a sean guy so it was like oh boy I was outnumbered, but that's it, all good. It's funny, too, because even during that time, me being, like, a Sean fan and everything, I try to, like, sort of, kind of try to emulate myself in that way. So I, I kind of wasn't even being myself. You know, like, like even uh, when I was wrestling, you know, with my old partner, Rob Vegas, the whole yeah. team, style and finesse, that was really, like, Rob Vegas' thing. Like, he was, you know, he's the super pretty boy. He's, uh, you know all that stuff and that whole act like don't get me wrong like no disrespect to any of the women out there but you know i'm a suave ass dude and i could talk I'm, I'm i you know i got you know the gift of the gab you know what i'm saying but it's not it doesn't like that whole pretty boy thing is not me you feel me no it's not my thing so you know i find it was just like you know it's time to be myself let me just be me let me turn the volume up and that's where the brooklyn outlaw came from you know and now ever since then you know you know it's always great when you finally get a chance to just be yourself and you know now being myself it comes off natural it's not fake you know it's 100% real you know 100% transparent I don't you know I don't hide behind anything I, I'm me I'll tell you directly to your face who I am and stuff like that because that's just who I am you know might not be a good thing sometimes you know might be bad in some some cases but you know I'll never you know deter from being myself 
you know and that's what i think usually the best people are the ones that just get to be themselves and that's it you know no no thought no no oh maybe i shouldn't know just be you and that's and it never apologize for being yourself ever never never and you know like it's you know god willing it continues to be a success and it I can move on to bigger things, you feel me? I feel you, man. And last, you want to be respectful of your time. I think they're going to kick us out of here. Where can everyone follow you on social media, all that good stuff? Ah, well, you can look me up on Facebook. Facebook.com. Facebook.com slash MikeDonovan84. You can look me up on Twitter. BK underscore Outlaw, I believe it is. And then on Instagram, you can look me up at BK underscore Outlaw718. Mike, thank you for a few minutes. Absolute pleasure. Best of luck to you, man. Thank you. No problem, man. Be safe. Hey, guys. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Bob Culture Podcast. Don't forget to support the show on patreon.com slash Podcast for some great incentives. I'd like to give a shout out to my patrons, Jay Crow, Shannon Cruz, and of course, Mike and Michelle Vermillion from Sledgepad Innovations. Sledgepad is the bass drum dampening system used by national acts like Pink, Goo Goo Dolls, Share, Collective Soul, and a whole bunch more. Check them out at sledgepad.com. And of course, if you're a fan of the show, please subscribe on YouTube. Check us out at podbean.com and leave me a review at iTunes.